Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. The Growing in Grace podcast at growingingrace.org. I'm Joel and Mike is here, of course. It's Joel and Mike doing the Growing in Grace podcast. Thanks for coming along. All of the past 500 plus podcasts uh, are on our archive at growingingrace.org. So check those out and tell a friend if you would, too. Uh, We'd love to have more people hearing this good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm with you. This message of unconditional love, the gospel message, apart from religious rules, apart from law and commandments and our doing, I mean, the gospel apart from all of that stuff, Joel, is just something that not everybody gets it. Not everybody relates to it. Even those who attend church every Sunday, they're stuck in a different frame of mind. They haven't quite grasped the finality of the work of Jesus Christ. But for those who begin to get a glimpse of it and begin to grow in that and to grow in the understanding of who God has made you to be as a new creation, I mean, this message never gets old, you know, because I used to be one of those people, like I've said before, Joel, I I used to be one of those people who said, you know, I, I know God loves us. Now, can't we move on to another subject? I mean, John 3.16, you see it behind all the field goal posts. Everybody knows that God loves us. Now, let's move on to bigger and better things. There's more to learn here in the Word of God. So, there, I, I said that much. It's your turn now. <laughs> well, you started, You were talking about how this, this gospel, apart from our works, apart from our efforts, apart from rules and laws, it's like, to some people, that sounds like a sacred cow that you just can't take down. You, it's, what do you mean? We got to do our part. We got to do our efforts. But you said apart from our efforts, apart from our works, apart from rules, because the reason it is that way is because Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. So when we're talking about living the life, this Christian life, apart from rules, apart from our efforts, apart from laws, we're talking about living a life that is not apart from Christ because through Christ, we can do all things, and apart from him, we can do nothing. That's the gospel. That's Christ in us. That's actually the ministry that the Holy Spirit has in us, and that's really actually what we're going to be talking about today. I didn't realize I would be segueing that way, but <laughs> it just it just worked out. And uh, yeah, so that, we're, and that, uh, we're, we're not that good. God knows we're not that good, so exactly. he kind of helps us out during these podcasts from time to time. <laughs> Um, Every 560-some, whatever that we've done. <laughs> yes. And that's a good thing, you know? It's a good thing. Because if, if we think it's about us, and, and you're not joking there, Cap, either, because we've said that before on the podcast, but many times when we've gotten done with a recording, we've thought, where in the world did that come from? Knowing, of course, that it was the work of the Holy Spirit, and it wasn't us, because apart from him, it's true. We can do nothing. So we rely... of the time on Christ in us, the the ministry of the Holy Spirit working in us. Yeah, you're right about that. There's been a number of times I've listened back to one uh, because it's quite different when you listen back and try to put yourself in the mind of a listener, Mm -hmm. uh, which we were trained to do in radio, right? So, yeah, there there have been numerous times where I'm just like, oh, whoa, 
whoa, I, I didn't even know I had that in me, or I didn't even I didn't even hear you say that, Joel. And and you'd think that was really incredible. And and of course, you know the way God works in and through us, we're a part of that equation uh, to an extent. I mean, we have our own personality, we have our own thought process, and, and God works with that. So it may not always be one hundred percent perfect all the time. But there are just things that God will do through us that are bigger than us. And uh, and sometimes when you begin to recognize that, it's a humbling thing. It's nothing to boast about. It's just a humbling thing. And we're thankful that you're listening to us today. I hope we've got something here that will help you along during your week here. So we've been talking. We're coming to, to uh, our final two programs, counting this one, on why Jesus taught two covenants. And so let's talk about some new covenant stuff that Jesus uh, alluded to, and what you were talking about a, a minute ago, jo uh, Joel, with uh, the Holy Spirit, John 14, 25 and 26, Jesus said, these things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. <clears throat> this can apply to us. Like I said before, yes, he's speaking to the disciples here. But this can apply to us who would uh, become New Covenant believers. In John 16, Jesus makes a statement. He says, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. So this is a big deal here. If I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment concerning sin because they do not believe in me, concerning righteousness because I go to the Father and you will see me no longer, concerning judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. So what we've got here is, is a, a helper, a comforter, uh, the Spirit of God. Sometimes we have a hard time relating to him. It, it shouldn't be that way. We don't have a picture of the Holy Spirit hanging on the wall, so sometimes we just don't always click with the Spirit within. But the Spirit of God will convict the world of its individual, or, or the Spirit of God will not convict the world, and will not convict the world of its individual sins, the, the act of individual sins. Why? Because the core problem is not that. The core problem was being born into sin. The verb isn't the problem. The noun was the problem. The noun led to the verb. So the sin that Jesus describes here is a sin condition inherited from Adam, right? Uh, Adam who fell. So the real issue that needs to be addressed is the conviction of unbelief. This is in John 16, 7, 11. And yet many times in, in my Christian life, Joel, in the church world, when, when I was growing up and in my, in my adult life, I kept hearing the Holy Spirit convicts us of our sin. The Holy Spirit for us believers is there to convict us of righteousness. Your very nature, the identity you have in Christ now helps us to recognize sometimes when we do something that isn't exactly right, it may be sinful. Our very nature knows that. But the ministry of the Spirit is not to point out the failure of sins, but to convince or convict and remind you that you are still a righteous child of God. He's the helper. He's the comforter. He's not the accuser. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, people think, well, what about what about God's discipline? Doesn't he discipline us? Well, a lot of times we think of discipline as God's angry with us, and so he's disciplining us. But discipline is actually, he's teaching us, he's, he's preparing us for the future. Uh, he's not punishing us for things. He's not convicting us of our wrongdoings, like you were talking about. 
He's helping us, teaching us, helping us to grow. It's, it's always a good thing. It's always in love. You know, the, the Father disciplines us. And so that's the yeah, tra- training. Uh, training, yeah, training would be a, a good word. Yeah. Uh, a more accurate word than, than discipline. That's right. That's what that word really means. And that's the ministry of the Holy Spirit in us. I lived this life in the past where I thought that when I felt bad and maybe bad things happened in my life uh, because I had not been doing right, uh, I thought the Spirit was convicting me of my sin. But that, that was so far from the truth. Ever since I realized the truth that God's training is a good thing, is a positive thing, I've been able to see and look back. Oh, yes, that's why that happened. Or this is this is what I was going through at that time, and this is the result. It's been good. It's been positive. It's God doesn't look on us with shame. Uh, he took our shame away, remember, at the cross. He took our sin away. And so um, he's treating us with love, with gentleness, because the kingdom of God, you know, Paul wrote about this, is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. That's what this life in Christ is about, righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And it's not about all these negative things. Yes, negative things happen to us in life, but that's we don't experience negative things because God is causing them to happen. You know, God is working in us. It's not like the Holy Spirit is out there somewhere either. We get this thing where people say, come, Holy Spirit, we're just waiting for you. Hello, he is our life 24-7. He's always in us. You don't need to wait for him. He's always there. He's always, his wisdom is always in us. He's always ready for us to call upon him uh, because he's right here with us. He's not out there in the distance somewhere. Boy, and, and that's such a biggie because we, we get caught in that trap sometimes of calling on God to show up <laughs> and just show up, God. And, you know, and God's standing there, you know, God, the Holy Spirit, standing there next to you, within you. Where did I go? I didn't go anywhere. I'm, hey, I'm right here. <laughs> and I, I know where people are going when they, when they do that stuff. You know, we just in, invite you into our presence. Well, the good news is we always seem to just get it turned inside out. We were invited into his presence. Mm-hmm. But we, we come up with these things because sometimes, I don't know, we're, we're just we're feeling like we don't have all of God that we can get and we want more. You are not going to get any more of God than what you've got right now as a believer in Jesus Christ. You know, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, Paul said, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. Why? That we may understand the things freely given to mm-hmm. us by God. See, the spirit of the world will always tell you what you have to do to get. You know, Joel, I, I don't get a paycheck unless I work, generally. And so that's that's the system of, of the cosmos, the world system that we live in. It's not that way with the spirit of God who, who, who helps us to understand these things that have been freely given to us. Uh, and it's it's a beautiful package, this, this gift of, of God's spirit and his love, righteousness, grace, holiness, all these things that are uh, found in Jesus Christ. Yeah, and and that's a, that's a great passage there. And I was actually looking just a few verses before that, before you started reading that. So that must be a spirit thing, because I, I think this is all tied together. But, you know, Paul, obviously his gift— in the body was preaching the gospel as an apostle. He went around preaching the gospel. That's not everybody's gift, but he, he said, 
he was talking to writing to the Corinthians saying that when he came to them, he didn't come with excellence of speech or wisdom, declaring it like his own wisdom, declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness and fear and in much trembling. That is in and of himself. He's, he, he didn't feel adequate in explaining the things of the gospel to these people. Can you imagine that? But, he says, my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. And I think we can translate that to whatever place you have in the body, whatever your gifting is, whatever it is that you do in this life, you may not feel adequate. You may not feel like you're doing the greatest job or that you have the, the best abilities to accomplish what you feel God has called you to do. Well, that's okay because he will do it through you. That's his ministry. It will be, it will end up being a demonstration, as Paul says, of the spirit and of power that your faith shouldn't be in, in your own wisdom, in your own strengths in your own abilities, but in the power of God. That's really the ministry of the Holy Spirit in us. Well, uh, we're going to wrap up this series next week. Part 20 will be next week, talking about how Jesus said that we will never hunger or never thirst after he had told people that they were blessed if they hungered and thirsted. And so we will talk about that and wrap up the series, Why Jesus Taught Two Covenants, next week on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.